Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back, baby. How much do we roast the Steelers? A lot. Are we sick of roasting them? A lot. How many yards are we going to get? A lot. Can we get a snow? Yeah. No, absolutely fucking not. You cannot. Why? Because fuck that. No. Absolutely well, not. There are no snells. Snell, no. Snell, yes. Snell, no. Snell, yes. No. Yes. Absolutely not. And welcome back to... Fuck, fuck you. you. We, we like, like the Bengals. Bengals. Welcome welcome to the season debut. I can't say welcome, apparently. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. And sitting across from me is... Lloyd Johnson. We are on video! I know. Thanks it's exciting. To, thanks to our wonderful co-producer and... Host of the Bastard Sermon, Cody Hucker. Say hello, Cody. Hello, Cody. See you Mike. Oh, that's okay. They, he can hear, they can hear in the background. Lloyd. Alex. We're starting the season. Fuck yeah, man. You ready? Excited. It's been a long off season. Yeah, it has. It is, uh... I mean, especially <clears throat> since the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, that one sucked. But... How is it that like it felt like a long off season? But it's been shorter than literally every Bengals season that I can remember. Bengals off season that I can remember. I think because uh, just the, the heightened expectation, like all the buzz that was with it. Yeah. I mean, like if you remember right around Super Bowl time, like everybody seemed happier. Like when you just went out of the house and shit, people were happy. I know. It was a really cool thing to see, and I think all that like higher, higher like anxiety and and, and anticipation and fun just made it seem like. We want to get back to that. We want to yeah. get back to the season and feel that again. And I think people didn't expect I, people didn't expect the Bengals to go that far, which is like part of the reason why. Like I was just like, "What the fuck is this? We don't expect this." Yeah, yeah. It was it was you know it was a fantastic season that almost no one saw coming. I didn't see it coming at all, and I've been a fan for almost twenty years. For real, the same. It's, I mean, I was like, "Oh, they'll do all right this year," and maybe. I my expectations were very low last year. Because I was just like, I we were coming off of a four eleven and one season, and I'm just like, all right, let's see if we can like make some strides. And holy shit, we did. Yeah, I think last year my prediction is that we'll win our first playoff game, and that's as far as we would go. Okay, and it not only do we win, we win our first playoff game. We will we won our second, we won our third, very nearly won our fourth. Yep, which it was, it was a fucking rough, rough day. You know what? That's okay. It's a new fucking season. We're here. We're excited. We're on video. Yeah. I'm me on video. So, Lloyd, say hi to you on video. What's up, yo? How else are things, Lloyd? Uh, pretty good. I'm a uh, I'm mobile again. I'm moving around. You know, I think last you know last few during last season, not you know the off season, I was pretty good, but yeah, last few on the other one, I was uh, still walking with a cane and yeah, <laughs> all that stuff. So. I have luckily not been there. I've been on crushes before, but I haven't had to experience a cane. So we're oh, glad. You haven't, you haven't broken yourself in half a couple of times? Not after pissing. It's fun. You should try it. It's, <laughs> it's the best thing ever to have just a shitty bone disease that's like, oh, I fell down. And now I'm laying in a bed for eight months. <laughs> 
I've luckily never been there. I mean, the closest I've had is I had. I've, have I told you I had three knee surgeries in high school? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like my first one. Because you were too small and they had to put you on steroids so you'd grow. Yeah, I really was. Um, no, I was. Uh, like I said, eighth grade I was four ten. Eighth grade Lloyd's beard was three two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's sadly accurate. <laughs> nah, man. Um, so anything else? Just uh, back at the zoo, just commissarying it up. Yeah, doing all that. Uh, other podcasts is doing great. The that bastard sermon. Yep. Dude, you've had some really fucking fun episodes, and you have some fun guests lined up, too. Oh, yeah. we got some great stuff coming. Dude, you got a uh, dear, dear friend of the pod, Cy Amundsen, coming up. Yeah. When's that booked for? Do you know That's yet? Not 100% yet, so. Oh, it's not 100% yet? Yeah, because we got uh, some other guests coming first that... Uh, like who? We have Mr. Jeff Tate. Oh, has he done it before? Yeah. Okay. And uh, we have a first time, Sam Talent. No out. way. Yes sir. yes, sir. Dude, if you're in Cincinnati, like the, most of us are, <laughs> Sam Talent is at Go Bananas next weekend. He's the best. The f- One of the funniest human beings. Also, and, just talented. Like, have you l- listened, read his, or listened to his book? I, I got through a little bit of it, and, and unfortunately, a lot of other things got in the way. But, dude, it, his book, from everything I've heard, I have the book. He signed it. It's great. It's fucking amazing. The audiobook version, he has a bunch of comics read it. Kyle Kinane did the forward. Yeah, so it's got like Kinane, Soder, Stanhope. Uh, Roseanne makes a guest, guest, guest spot shit. in there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's a whole bunch of uh, Gessard. Uh, fuck, I can't remember all. It's, it's so many where you're like, oh shit. Like every, every new chapter basically is a different comic reading it. And the nicest person. Oh, dude, he's the best. He's... he's- He's one of those people, like, if he wants to hug me, I'm like, yeah, all right, you get to. He um, he got a shout-out on Burt Kreischer and Tim uh, Burt Kreischer and Tim Dillon were talking about him. Two giants. Yeah, yeah. Figuratively and literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had Tim Dillon in my car before. He's massive. I don't know. He just seems like normal size to me, so I guess. <laughs> well, to me, it's just like he took up, like, the entire front seat of my car. He's a he's a good dude, but yeah. Sam Town's just unbelievable. There was one moment I've told the story so much. He was fucking with the wait staff at Go Bananas, and um, just the whole show. And I was in street clothes handing out checks, and I get to near the front of the room, and they just says, "This guy doesn't even work here." <laughs> I laughed so hard that I had to go to a back table and just convulse for two minutes. It's the funniest shit ever. That's a man who knows how to how to play a room. He's the best at it. Yeah. And it's crazy that he's not a household name. Yeah. Yeah. I there's comics that I'm I'm always surprised aren't way bigger. I mean, Cy. Uh, for as good as he is, I don't how's he not? He well, he had his Cy had his um um uh, autoimmune disorder like really get in the way. Yeah, I know. I mean we, me and him talked about it. He actually called me the other night for like 45 minutes. We just sat and bullshitted. Yeah, dude, size great. We're going swimming. <laughs> really? Well, we're going to go do like uh, the <coughs> one of the workout things in a heated pool. Oh, okay. It's a thing I do from time to time and a thing he does from time to time. So yeah, neither of us are big on random people. So we're just going to go together on a Friday. Nice. That sounds but fun. It's just fun to think like, oh, Cy Amundsen asked me if I wanted to go swimming. <laughs> <laughs> 
But Nas, I was like fucking. His trajectory was like way up, and then COVID hit, and then his autoimmune disease hit, and he's still doing things like he's. Um, try, he um him and we and uh blah, I'm stuttering. Uh, the three of us, and along with dear friend of the pod, Luke Young, yeah. we all went to uh, his clubhouse up in Mainville, and we got to watch him kind of run his hour. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Also, while we're talking about it, our buddy Alex Shuby here fucking murdered. Yeah. That. He crushed it. That was real fun. Dude, I think I got like two or three clips out of that. Dude, it was a, it was a great set. Like, I'm... <clears throat> I remember looking around the room, like Wayne, Rand, everybody's kind of like giving that little like, oh, okay, like kind of nod. Like daddy's it. got it. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely, you were on fire, man. That that felt really good. And um, a producer uh, for um, 800 Pound Gorilla was like, he was like there and just producing it and he was like filming the whole thing. And I, it was Cy, uh also offered me that set, just like get my name in front of that producer. And I'm just like, holy shit. And the fact that I had that good of a set, and he said that, um, he said it was really funny, but he's like, he's also very self-deprecating, <coughs> which... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you have to do to a degree. Yeah. It's Not just, have to do, but it works for how you tell jokes. Yes, and I've figured it out over the years where it's like, I can be self-deprecating, but I, if I'm more funny than sad, then it can help endear me to the crowd. Yeah, which, you know... We, we, me and you both have a, uh, a little hump in the road when it comes to being endearing or likable. Or yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just call it what is tolerable. <laughs> the uh, our tizzies kind of can make us a little. Oh, my God. Kind of uh, insufferable at times. Uh, but um, speaking of guests, I can say that uh, Fuck You Like the Bengals has some guests coming up. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I, ha- I will announce some of those. They are all. Lloyd, I'm, I'm sure it'd be no problem. This week, I mean, it's just Cody Hawker just tagging along, saying hello, producing for us, making 20 bucks. Uh, next week, when we play the Cowboys, we have uh, Connor Tweel. You know Connor, right? Yep. Um, these are the ones we have booked so far. Week five at the Baltimore Ravens, we have Philippe Pointier. Nice. Big Philly P. Um, on the Jets, Rami wants to do it. Oh, what? Dude. Let's, I'm going to literally add that in right now. Hell yeah. Rami Brown, uh, he's been on before. He's uh, super like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be good at this or whatever. Came on and was just fit seamlessly. was perfect. He was fun. That's what a lot of people are like. You're just, it's like, I'm, just, I'm worried about a podcast. Like, you're just sitting down and talking. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, let's see here. Week eight, uh, Cleveland Browns, we have Anthony Tank Mansfield. Fuck yeah. Um, Big Daddy Tank. Oh, yeah. Then we have a stretch of guests. Um, all we have booked week 11 through 15. Every single one is a guest so far. Week 11 at the Pittsburgh Steelers, we got Wayne Memmott. Fuck yeah. Tennessee Titans, the Rude Boy, Andrew Rudick. Oh, Spaghetti Man himself. Week 13, Kansas City Chiefs, we have Carl Spaeth coming oh, on. Yeah. That'd be a nice one. I like that. I like that kid a lot. He's Dude, I've known Carl since I started. <clears throat> I know. I've and, known Carl since before you started. <laughs> yeah. Very true. <laughs> Uh, da, da, da. week fourteen, Cleveland Browns, Billy DeVore. Oh, yeah, our own chili dog, and week our fi- own glizzy of the week. Week fifteen at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we have Chris Samer, mini Viking. 
I like it. Yeah. And it, then we'll have Thomas Claggin on one of them, too. Dude. Do we have the other Baltimore Ravens week? Uh, that's open. Okay. That's probably be that one. Yeah. Let's have, let's have Claggin on. I like that dude. Him, yeah, and his, him and his fine apple. The, yeah, the biggest smile in the world. Dude, he is the... I love his dead dude's smile. Yeah. I mean, he's a you know, big hulking dude who you feel like should be intimidating, but he has that smile from fucking ear to ear, so you're like, nah, oh, you're like fine. Dude, there was a player... Um, hold on. There was a player for um, that played for UC um, like five years ago. He was a running back. He like had a very brief stint in the NFL. His name is uh, Teon Green. Do you know that name at all? Yeah. He uh, he was a running back for UC. He was really good, and he made like practice squads. He had, he had a couple touchdowns in the NFL. Think for the or he played for the Lions. I'm not sure if he it was against the Ravens. But I knew the dude because I used to work around UC at the time, and he would like come to the bar sometimes. Dude has the biggest smile on the planet. You know who else used to play for UC? Thomas Claggett. Thomas Claggett. Yeah. D lineman for UC for four years. Starting. Yeah. Dude, Claggett's the fucking man. Dude, I shook his hand when we did the live recording. Like, I shook his hand, and he like literally fucking dug into my finger. Like, he's got big. I I, I have meatballs. Dude's got some gloves on. Yeah, him. he's uh he's in the running for biggest hands on the planet, right there with you and. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett. I'm so sorry. That happens. <laughs> uh, you know what? It happens. That's okay. Speaking of loud noises, a um, little news update. Uh, I'll be brief about this. Um, I am no longer the DJ bitch at Milano's. Oh, Yeah. End of an era. End of an era. <laughs> so I hit 30 and I just couldn't do it anymore. No, they, they, they also decided. But you know what? Just, call, just own it. You, I, I you, know. You, know, you get to say it. You, you didn't want to do it no more. Part of, part of, I, I enjoyed it, but I'm just like, it, it's freeing. Yeah. It's very freeing. I don't have to, I like, there were times I was just like, I would much rather be doing stand up right now. For sure. Yeah. I mean, granted, did I have good times? Of course. Well, now people can come see you serving at, uh, Oakley Pub and Grill. Oakley Pub and Grill. Yeah. It's just a little night job I have. I get to sub teach during the day and serve at night and. And it's also like with Milano's, like, I honestly have fucking stories for a lifetime. The place was, <clears throat> the people were great there. I'll, I still keep in touch with a lot of them. But, um, yeah, no, I have stories for a lifetime, and it was so much fun. But it's like, I, I knew that it wasn't going to last forever. Well, <clears throat> new thing. New thing. New, new thing. Growth. That's good. And I have a little bit, uh, some new beginnings are starting to pop up. Fuck and yeah. for the better. So fucking, can you give me this for about 10 seconds? Yeah, someone touching your penis. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, okay. fucking Larry, Dave, Jeremy, Aaron. <coughs> uh, All touches penis. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Fucking even pocket hats. <laughs> yeah. They're that, all out there. That's a story that, that'll live in infamy. Nothing against the product for me, but it's it the was, interview. It was just fun. It was, that was, that that's a, that's a story forever. Um, any anyone that was involved in that fucking y'all are the best. I'll still be up there from time to time, like like visiting. Not like on a Friday or Saturday. Like, hey, I used to work here. I'm hot shit. Fucking no, I'm not. You'd be I, like that guy still shows up to high school parties. <laughs> I used to go to high school here. I graduated from West Canaan in '83. <laughs> 
And I still make every single Friday night party up at teenagers' houses. Go Cougars! I don't want your life. <laughs> Which is what I say to myself in the mirror on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, dude. I think, uh, uh, I think that was our week, man. Okay. Uh, so, but we're going to get to some Bengals news. Yes, sir. What the fuck happened last week? Technically wasn't last week. But we have a 53-man roster finalized. Finalized, yeah. With Mr. Bates in tow. <clears throat> yep. Um, <sighs> the Bates thing is big. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, when Bates, um, like, when he plays this year. I've been talking to people about this. I won't be too disappointed if he leaves. <clears throat> well, this year, basically, what he's doing is he's playing for a job next year. Somewhere. That's exactly what I'm he's saying. He's, he's playing for the opportunity to get paid next year by whatever team picks him up. Yes. And when that like if like I'm sure he'll play this year. I'll put, I'm sure he'll be great, but like if he like if he leaves the Bengals after 2023, I won't be too mad. No, I mean that's to keep him it's going to cost us too much. It's like we've got too much payroll that's going to blow up and be it's going to be nuts. So yeah, paying him elite safety numbers right now just it's just not feasible to no. to do in the long term so he's gonna make his what 12.9 million this year or whatever the, he's gonna want so much guaranteed but yeah i mean he's gonna sign somewhere next year for 40 million on a three-year deal or something and i, I think something in me says base is gonna want a five-year deal <clears throat> well i think or right, whatever it is right now what's been going for safeties is like a three-year 40 million dollar for like elite safety so that's why i was yeah like a derwin james or a uh like a Minka. Minka or Jamal Adams or <clears throat> something like that. But it's, um, I can also say with the 53-man roster, uh, Joe Burrow has made the team. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough battle. It was a he, close he battle. Made it through. He made it through. He didn't get a lot of preseason action, but we're grateful that he made the team. I'm grateful I got his jersey now. <coughs> um, we also need to pour one out. Someone did not make the roster. I know this is rough for you. It, it, they cut him from the practice squad. In the arms of the angel. angel. <laughs> he will draw passes there too. <laughs> and, and hold he said, Thaddeus Moss. He said, holding the arms of the angel. <laughs> <laughs> Getting 15-yard penalties for no fucking reason. Right, sorry. I know, I know he was your Injuring Kayvon <laughs> Thibodeau. All right. Well, that one we do appreciate. So, Yeah. Uh, we got to pour one out for Thaddeus Moss, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Look, look, look. Yeah. Pour one out, pour for, one out. Pour one out for Thaddeus Moss. What a tenure. Let's go over his stats. <laughs> zero catches. Zero yards. Zero touchdowns. Zero games. Two holding penalties in the preseason. <laughs> I got to see them in person, and I'm just like, why don't you hold me instead? I know. Uh, I know. Uh, the 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 bit you were doing of making him like your favorite player to, uh, on the Who Day Nation thing on Facebook has been hilarious. The people that don't get it <laughs> are. It's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. You should have seen. You guys, if you find if you go on the Houdé Nation thing and you see, I'll talk about that in a little bit right, too. Right. But uh, you want to just handle the the no. guy that was losing his mind. You can handle it. Okay. You loved it. I I was 
at work dying laughing because there's a guy who's like Alex is like you know makes this like sentimental post about Thaddeus Moss leaving and how he's super upset and blah 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 and this guy it's all tongue-in-cheek it's all very clearly like a bit I thought <laughs> and then in the responses there's some dude who goes off on Alex like fuck and he calls him a Dallas fan which I don't understand how that has anything to do with anything and then like every, everybody responds like hey man like a bunch of gifts of like a picture of somebody and the joke flying over their head. Yeah. <laughs> and then Alex is like, how did you get Bengals or how did you get Dallas fan out of this? And he I, was just like, I just assume all bandwagoners are Cowboys fans or yeah, some I dumb shit. It was just, it was one of those ones that like, it stumped me for a minute. Cause it was just so, it was so passionate and, and angry, but also wildly nonsensical at the same time, which is, I mean, I consider myself a little bit of an agent of chaos. So when I see someone, do, <laughs> I, when I see someone just throwing it out there like that, I'm in. I'm a hundred percent in. <laughs> you just love to be a part of the guy that's clearly not in on the bit. Absolutely. I I love aggressive reactions to non like to when it's absolutely not necessary. Yeah. I love watching it. I love meltdowns. I there's a. I, there's a guy I used to be friends with on Facebook just because 90% of the things he posted, it was like once a month he'd post something, but it would be like a three-paragraph rant about something he hates that doesn't matter at all. Yep. It would be, he's like, fucking chip bags only have half chips in them with all the air. Like, what, isn't that just filling up landfills more? Like, it's a real weird thing for you to go on a rant about, my man. Like, we've all known this for a long time, but... Sure, if you want to get mad about how much extra chip bag is going into landfills. <laughs> like, who cares? Right. It, I love that shit. I love wild overreactions to nothing. Just like people are, like, overreacting, like, people in the media saying the Bengals are <coughs> in grass. And yeah, yeah. It's like nothing the media, nothing anyone outside of the game, nothing anyone, nothing that they <laughs> say matters. Nothing. Right, well, I, I think the the predictions are kind of weird. Like... A team that went to the Super Bowl and not just like got blown out in the Super Bowl, competitively was in the Super Bowl, and people yeah. are like, "Well, they might make the playoffs this year." And you're like, "How did they got better? Like they didn't lose anybody key. They they fixed one of the major problems they had that was causing the them. the the one major problem yeah, they yeah. had, and like you know addressed it and addressed it well and immediately. So it's it's I don't know. I'm kind of stuck on the like. I guess just because it's a small market team and people don't want to give it to credit, I, I'm I'm baffled when I see it. They're like, yeah, they might make the playoffs this year, and it's like, I think people just see the fact that we've been snake bitten for so long. And it's like oh, the fact that the Bengals made the Super Bowl; it's just a fluke. And now, like now that we actually made it, people are just like, oh well, everyone else got better, and well, we didn't need to make any major moves. Well, the thing that kills me is when they, like, right after they say they might make the playoffs, they go, Ugh. they have Joe Burrow, who is clearly going to be, you know, Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. They have Chase, who's for sure one of the best receivers we've ever seen. They have death. Like, they just name all these people that are awesome and all the things that are going well. And then they have nothing really negative to add other than last season there was a lot of sacks. Which, hopefully there won't be many this year. Yeah, and then and it's like, all right, well. But uh, you know we we they kind of addressed that, and now you're still saying that they might win a playoff game. Yeah, like one thing I've seen frequently <clears throat> talked about is the Super Bowl hangover. 
it's like teams like when they lose the Super Bowl, it's like fucking game over, and it's like they'll never reach that pinnacle for for pretty much for a while. And I think the Bengals are I. I try to be. I'm gonna, I hope I'm unbiased when I say this. I think the Bengals are a different case than a lot of those past teams. Yeah, you know how many times Tom Brady has heard the term Super Bowl hangover and laughed his way to his <laughs> <clears throat> laughed his way back to his bed with his billionaire wife laying beside him. Yeah. I, oh, Super Bowl hangover! You won't go back. Really? I'll switch teams and go back, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I'll go back twice. Now you have somebody who that's the best comparison you have to Burrow is Brady. That's, I mean, I'm not like trying to toot his horn because he's on our team, but that is the comparison that's most often made. I've seen it a lot. <clears throat> so you're like, oh, here's the guy you think is like the other guy, but at the same time, you're like, oh, the Super Bowl hangover is going to shut up. Just shut up. I think what people see with that is like a lot of Super Bowl losing teams, they have that peak. It's like the Falcons in 2016 17, they had their peak when Matt Ryan was an MVP and Julio Jones was on top of the world. Or like in 2020 when Garoppolo was tolerable, but their defense was insane. Or say like the Panthers in 2016 when, or in 2015 when Cam Newton was an MVP. The Bengals are, it's, it's the north side fucking siren. Once an episode. Every time, baby. Every time. But the Bengals are a team that are like, they're on the rise. And I think the difference between the Bengals now last year and the teams that made the Super Bowl in the past is the Bengals made the Super Bowl before they were supposed to. <clears throat> well, yeah. It, this it, isn't their peak. Absolutely not. A lot of times when you see teams go to the Super Bowl and then the next year they struggle, it's because they lost a lot of people. Yeah. Like a lot of times it's, <clears throat> you know, the contracts kind of fall apart, you know, get get spread out. People even go to different teams because they can ask for more and whatever. And so usually, you, you know, a Super Bowl team loses a bunch of people to other teams. Yep. Before the next season. That didn't happen. No. So it just seems weird to me how everybody is, not everybody, but a lot of the pundits and stuff are very lukewarm on the Bengals this year. And I'm like, that seems odd. Yeah. It's fine. It is what it is. Just like I said, nothing <clears throat> nothing anyone says in the media matters. But we, like, we are a part of the media. We you know are. that, right? We are. We are. Uh, we're, we're a little bit of a part of it. And um, we actually have a little bit of a network. We do. We do. It is called Sports, Sports Drink. Drink. Today's episode of Fuck You Like the Bengals is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. We read it every time. I know. That's awesome. So, I mean, I got, I'm got i running a little bit short on time here before my baseball game tonight. Yeah. So, a couple things before we get into the burns. I think a reason why people think the Bengals are going to regress is because the Bengals' schedule is tough as fuck. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. It's very. I mean, you have to have the mentality of if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I think we can. So there are going to be a lot of competitive games. And I was going through like I was talking to my buddy Matt on um, on Zoom for a little bit on Sunday, and I was going through like my prediction for the Bengals is I think their their ceiling. 
is 13 and 4. And I think their floor, I mean, their floor is 9 and 8. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. And I also I was telling <clears throat> I was telling also that the Bengals always manage to have maybe one or two stupid losses every single year. Jets. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that was the one that just blatantly was, in my mind. Yeah. We were so convinced. But that is okay. We're gonna get through it. Um, expectations for Joe Jamar, uh, they'll, they'll be, they'll be the best and they'll yeah. jerk off on camera and they'll be like, yay. Um, okay. Maybe edit that out me. Um, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Uh, I, I mean, my first guess would be a lot, but <laughs> what is wrong with me? A lot. There we go. All right. Well, Lloyd, for the first time this year, you ready to roast? The goddamn Pittsburgh Steelers. Fuck yeah, buddy. So now that we have video, you motherfuckers can see what we're doing. You can see who we're roasting. And that, I think, is great. <laughs> I was, again, every episode, there's that thing where it sounds like you're about to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I just like stop and listen, and then you just stop. You just stop. Oh, I, I hate myself. No, it's so awesome. Much. It's, uh, gives it charm, you know. Yeah. So let's start with Steely McBeam Lloyd. Steely McBeam looks like Bert, uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie's dad that no longer speaks to his son for living with another man. <laughs> <laughs> Steely McBeam looks like he has the facial hair Lloyd had at ten. <laughs> Also accurate. Yep. Oh man. And the owner, Art Rooney, Mr. Lloyd. <clears throat> Alright, this is my iffy one for the week. I got an iffy one too. So ha ha ha. So while discussing what the team was looking for in their new starting quarterback, he said the the league is going towards mobile quarterbacks, so that is desirable. <laughs> And then he continued on in the weirdest fucking way ever. You were talking about this before the podcast. Please enlighten the listener slash viewer. All right. So he said, we're looking for you know, a mobile quarterback that would be desired. But, you know, one that can still throw the ball down the field from the pocket, if you know what I mean. <laughs> one that won't take big risks and try to win the game by himself, if you know what I mean. And he, yes, he said, if you know what I mean, every time. <laughs> and then he said, one that won't showboat for the cameras, if you know what I mean. And everyone in the room is like tensing up. Like, I think we do. I think I think we get what you're saying, Art. I'm like, so I said, I feel like if they let him keep going. It would have just got less and less subtle. He'd be like, you know, one that one that stays quiet in the movie theater. <laughs> you know, one that knows his dad. Like, <laughs> it's um, Anthony DeVito had a great bit about this. It's like strip clubs have been using using coded language against black people for years. It's like. <laughs> Uh, no baggy pants, rhythm, <laughs> cool handshakes, <laughs> black skin. <laughs> yeah. It just, I mean, it. if you watch that, if you can find that interview, you'll watch it. It is fucking odd to watch. Like, it, he keeps looking directly at the, the camera, like, if you know what I mean. It's like the old dude who was like, just, t just, n like, just learned how to talk. No, I mean, it, it was... It looked like he was trying to reassure everyone in Pittsburgh, like, we're not going to get a Lamar Jackson. Like, <laughs> uh, all right. That's great. 
right, back to it. Thank you, Cody. Uh, Art Rooney, um, I posted this in the AFC North War Room group today because I liked it. Art Rooney announced that the Steelers are retiring the number 32 in honor of Franco Harris and the number of times that the organization turned a blind eye to Ben Roethlisberger's sexual assault <laughs> allegations. I like it. And look, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying the Steelers need to stop turning a blind eye. Because the last time a guy in the Steelers organization turned a blind eye, a dump truck ran into him. <laughs> there you go. All right. We got that on video. I like it. <laughs> R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. That was my risky joke of the week. And the GM, Omar Khan. Omar Khan looks like a beluga that is worried about the clothing that someone put on him. <laughs> Which You got the beluga whale. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. Omar Khan looks like the big toe that Ben Roethlisberger tried to shove into Stormy Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> coaching okay i didn't mean to say coaching and then go into the (laughs) (laughs) but that is very funny speaking of whales we got mike tomlin mike tomlin he spent a whole day at training camp walking around with a guardian cap on while not wearing a helmet oh i did see this and he said wearing a soft protective helmet actually made it where he could understand what pat firemuth was saying Mike Tomlin, this uh, I saw this today. Mike Tomlin <laughs> said that cut and paste was to blame for a quarterback death chart error where I put Mason Rudolph in the backup role. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a disappointing letdown for Mason Rudolph, especially since paste is his favorite food. <laughs> I like it. Quarterback. <sighs> ben Roethlisberger again. <laughs> nope. Wait, what? No. No, what? We get to do something. We get to do new stuff. Yeah, what? Yeah. This is exciting. I know. You want to start with the newer quarterback? Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. He looks like if Tim Tebow was charged with sexual assault once in 2008 in Lake Tahoe (laughs) (laughs) and again in 2010 in his lake house near Georgia. Uh, I had to to do it. Dude, (laughs) an homage to Ben Roethlisberger. Whatever, in Fun homage in this case. Um, <laughs> um, you know what uh, Mitch Trubisky did to sexually assault the lady, right? He kissed her titties. <laughs> Have you seen the tweet? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I forgot all about that. Yeah! You need to know that for these burns. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky saying he loves to kiss titties is ironic considering he sucked dick for the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> Also, please know this is my favorite burn of the week. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky and his wife had a baby boy this past off season, and you can tell the kid is his because in order to be fed, the baby has to kiss titties. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really like the kiss titties thing. I, I like loved it. that joke. Ah, uh, and next, and next we got good old Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph is the Ezra Miller of the NFL. Yep. He's an unlikable trash heap that can't keep his job. <laughs> Dude, Ezra Miller sucks. And so does Mason Rudolph. Uh, do you, <laughs> I, I, this is my Mason Rudolph tradition. 
Lloyd, do you know why the Steelers wouldn't let poor Mason Rudolph join in any reindeer <laughs> games? Because the dent in his head? Because they didn't think he needed the money after he started the new Elvis movie. <laughs> I like it. And Kenny Pickett. I got one. It's it's really dumb. Yeah, fuck it. We're gonna do it. Kenny Pickett's hands. <laughs> this is really dumb. Kenny Pickett's hands are so small. He was literally named after the mystery of whether he can hold a football. <laughs> Kenny Pickett up. <laughs> we will soon find out. Yeah. Uh, Alex's Alex joke of the week. I thought. I thought my Mitch Trubisky joke was the Alex joke of the week. All right, so another Alex joke of the week. Yeah! Can you pick it up? Seems way more of the Alex joke. But... <laughs> Running back. All right, so this is a... Do you want to roast this guy? Yeah. Nah, G. Well, this is a participation one. Yeah. Najee said he plans to be the backbone of the Steelers season, this season, to which I said... Nah, nah G. G. <laughs> do all of his teeth fit in his tiny ass? Do all of his giant teeth fit in his tiny ass head? Nah, nah G. G. Does he look like he should have been cast as one of the top one of the elves in the new the Ring of Power series? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah, kinda, G. Kinda, he does. Yeah, G. Um, <laughs> Najee Harris, along with Mike Tomlin, broke up a fight in a Pittsburgh street and invited those kids to participate in a Steelers practice. Getting in a street fight with a child and participating in a Steelers practice is also known as pulling a Chase Claypool. <laughs> oh. Wide receiver. Mr. Deontay Johnson. All right, so this is my Alex joke of the week. Yeah. He said, if, I said it looks like if he has Sinbad playing his new role of catch bad. <laughs> Deontay Johnson looks like someone turned Najee Harris upside down. <laughs> you got me while I was taking this up. Oh, I love that one. <coughs> I was I was listening to a comic. I was listening to a comic. I forget who it was. But he said that his goal at one of his shows was... To, I literally see you have Alex joke written in your I notebook. <laughs> but his goal at a comedy show was to get someone to do a spit take. Dude, <coughs> you almost got me. <laughs> and the aforementioned Chase Claypool. All right, so we have some fun backup images for this one. You want to go first and then? Yes, I'll go first. Uh, Chase Claypool signed a jersey for a fan battling dementia. The fact that he is happy about a Chase Claypool jersey means he's losing. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Chase Claypool looks like. Cuzco from Emperor's New Groove. Which makes me think that Mike Tomlin must be Isma that turned him in, turned some poor llama into a Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> that burns sponsored by Watch Mojo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watch a lot of Watch Mojo on YouTube. I do too. It's great brain sugar. It really is. It's, it's like, like need, so many top ten lists, I'm just like I need noise and sound to keep me from thinking of dark things that come in my head. <laughs> Watch Mojo. Thank you. And George Pickens. All right, so this is another one I have an image for, so. Yep. Do you have a? Yeah, yeah I do. Oh, I have, oh, do I have a George Pickens burn? Yeah. Just imagine you watch um, NBA basketball. I know you're not much of a basketball guy, but George Pickens looks like if Zion Williamson couldn't dunk. 
That is fair. <clears throat> I said he looks exactly like a Goomba from the 1993 filmatic masterpiece Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> it's a perfect matchup with his tiny head and giant mouth. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I like it a lot. But, dude, Lloyd, we have one more player. Yeah. Ready to get to him? Let's do this. I don't have a burn for him, but... I do. Pat Fryermouth. <laughs> Pat Fryermouth looks like he chews gum off the bottom of the chairs in public. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a frat bro dressed as Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's all I got. I tried to think of, like, Ben Roethlisberger's left nut, something like that, something along those lines, but couldn't do it. I don't think he could pronounce Roethlisberger. But he can pronounce Fryermuth? Not really. <laughs> that fucking weird jaw of his, it probably meant that Fryermuth. His head is shaped like someone trying to pronounce Fryermuth. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, what an odd man. He is. All right. Predictions and bullshit? Let's do this. All right. You know what? I think it's going to be a good game this week. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, <coughs> I'm going to be at the game. You can catch me. Section 156, row 11, seat 12. I got season tickies all year. I'm so excited. I'll be at home. Well, I'll be at work for the first half and at home for the second half. Nice. Uh, I'm going to say the Bengals pull this one off. I'm going to say Bengals. Bengals 216. Steelers 10. I can see that. My player of the game. There's someone going to pick up Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> My player of the game is going to be my boy Hayden Hurst. Fuck yeah. He's going to have 20 receptions for 612 yards. Don't think that's mathematically 10 possible, touchdowns. Man. Six holding penalties. <laughs> Each one he's going <laughs> to... Love you, Dad. He's a, he's a busy boy. <clears throat> Lloyd, uh, what's, your, what's your prediction? Uh, my prediction is that... Uh, Bengals are definitely going to pull this one off. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to think Vegas odds has us uh 6.5 points ahead. Yep. And I'm going to say that they're fucking slipping and that we win by 32. Ooh, what's your final score prediction? Uh now I have to do the math. Uh 32 to 0. Oh, you fucking took the easier route, you motherfucker. Yeah. I don't have I don't have that kind of autism, okay? You have quick thinking skills which I Admire yeah, you for. I, I actually thought it would just be funnier to do the 32. Isn't that it? works. But, uh, yeah, I think player of the game is, uh, I'm going to say Joe Mixon. Love it. Just because uh, with his new offensive line, I think he, he's going to want to show off. Oh, and I yeah. I think he is going to break out as often as he wants to and as often as they let him. I Dude, I love that. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be like a better PPR back this year. He's gonna have more runs. I don't think he's like a. I don't think his specialty is like runs up the gut. Just like he's a very like he's good at being shifty. He's good at like. He's good at like when he gets outside and like in the open field, he's like fucking phenomenal. 
Yeah, I think he's one of those guys. He's kind of what you want, where he he's a guy who can see a hole and make that work. Yep. Which is almost more important than like being power runner or being a scat back or yeah, having that having good vision and the ability to extend a play when you have to is is almost more important to me. I love that, Lloyd. Alex, I think we fucking got him. I think we did too. Fuck. We up. got our predictions and bullshit. Final thing, plugs. Uh, check out the bastard sermon. Don't. <laughs> All right. As no, as always, check out the bastard sermon. Uh, who are your summer upcoming guests? You said you got Sam Talent, Jeff Tate, um, Tara Kevin. Yeah, we got it. We got. Oh, uh, Tara Kay. Yeah, yeah, she's coming. On. She's coming on. We got. I mean, we're booked through November. Josh with just Neil, Chris Weird. Uh... Dude, Josh O'Neill will be a fun yeah, one. Yeah, Josh O'Neill, Chris Weir. Uh, Jeremy Johnson. Uh, Gabe Kia. Wyckoff is coming on. Oh, I love Wyckoff. Yeah, we got a bunch of fun fun people coming up. Empire Citizens and Gamble. Nice. So, I have a Gabe Kia-related plug. Do you? For the first time this Saturday at Go Bananas Comedy Club, I am featuring Fuck. for Gabe Kia. Yeah, that is awesome, man. I'm very excited. I'm featuring for Gabe Kia this Saturday. Um, Osha Dwyer is featuring the rest of the weekend. She's she, a killer, too. She's f- fucking monster. Coolest person, monster comic, <laughs> and she can't She can't do Saturday, so Gabe asked me, and I'm like, let's jump all over this shit. Fuck yeah, man. I'm Dude, happy for you. That's awesome. I'm excited, and it's going to be the best. Come on out if, if you're horny. Come on out if you love it. Come on out. Just see Gabe Kia fucking anyway. Yeah, that dude's a fucking monster regardless, but yeah. And he's getting... been a monster. Yeah, he's he's one of those, another one of those guys where you're like... Mm. I, I, you would think he would be a lot bigger. Yeah. And he's, he works the road pretty decently. So. Yeah, yeah, he does He does a lot, of, a lot of shows everywhere. Yeah, but all that being said, for the first time this season, Lloyd... Alex. And Cody. <laughs> Hi, Cody. Put your hand up again like that. <laughs> you can't just whip those things around like that, Alex. <laughs> I think it was more Cody hitting his elbow on the on the thing. Uh, Cody? I was going to start crying. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Alex. All right. All right. Lloyd, I think we only have one thing left to say. Indeed. Fuck you, Pittsburgh Steelers. We like the Bengals. Wow, man.